This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. My name is Rich Bradbury. I am sitting in for Mr. Jeff Sandu today. Uh, So, I can sense we're in a somewhat dangerous territory again today. Culture Pop's Matt Armitage casts himself as a weird techno demigod from time to time. It usually doesn't end well. Apparently, this week, he's had a vision and he wants to tell us all how to behave online. Contractually, I have to let him. Matt Splain. Uh, you're calling today's show The Social Commandments. Are you trying to make any allusions here? Well, I mean, the original Ten Commandments were written on tablets, <laughs> and my Social Commandments were written on a tablet, um, <laughs> but I think that's probably where the similarities uh, end. I'm not a naughty boy, and I'm not a messiah. Well, that's good to hear, uh, but you are about to tell us how to live, Matt. Well, one of the things that we uh, come back to all the time on the show is that technology moves a lot faster than our ability to codify behavior. So, for example, we know that it's wrong to kill someone. Uh, Most societies, most religions accept that. But in fact, that principle predates most of the world's major religions and actually has its origins in people coming together to live in larger social groups. So in a tribe, it's fine to whack someone in another tribe on the head with a club. It's a ritual you see in cities around the world every Friday and Saturday night. Uh, It's something you see at weddings and family gatherings on a regular basis. And in the old days, that was how you gained access to food and to territory. Mm. But when you have to share your living space with hundreds, thousands, or even millions of other people, then that kind of behavior becomes socially destabilizing as much as it's morally wrong. Posting a badly lit selfie isn't the same as repeatedly stabbing somebody in the abdomen. No, and you're frightening me with that very weirdly specific (laughs) example. Um, I'm holding my stomach now. Um, Badly lit selfies. um, Yeah, you know, the the big stuff is easy. Don't kill, don't steal, screw the lid back on the bottle. You know, it's how we get to the smaller stuff that's a lot more complicated. And that's what I want to talk about today. So, for example, where did the idea of treating people with courtesy and politeness come from? These are the things that evolve over time. They're a bit like the oil that greases the cogs of our social interactions. And clearly you want to be the Internet's grease monkey. It's not how I would have put it, but yes, you're not wrong. Um, The digital world is this emerging and evolving realm, and we don't always know how we should behave. Mm. So today I thought we could have a go at establishing some social commandments, some codifications of that behavior, which will help everybody, including me. And maybe we can bring down the temperature of our online interactions and, you know, talk a bit more, shout a bit less. Will there be uh, 10 of these commandments? There will be as many as we can get through by the end of the show. (laughs) And will there be punishments? Of course there will be. Um, They won't be internationally enforceable until I can make the UN Security Council ram them through. But at the moment, they're concentrating on regime change in the Isle of Man for me. So (laughs) I'm not going to complicate things. Right. uh, So what's commandment number one? Well, let's be very clear. These are in no particular order. Um, If in a thousand years' time a race of super apes picks this podcast out of a pile of sand at the hand of the Statue of Liberty, these may not be the rules that they want to base their society on. But let's start with holidays, Richard. Uh Um, We all take lots of pictures. Mm. Uh, You can stick them all in an album on Facebook. But, you know, let's face it, nobody's going to wade through more than two or three before they give up. True. It's the same with Instagram. You can bundle them into those things of 10, but nobody slides through more than about three of them. Mm -hmm. So most of us, of course, want to spread those pictures out over time. So that's fine then, spreading them out. 
with a caveat. You know, we often hear that the glamorous lives of our friends and social media acquaintances can actually lead to actual anxiety. So I would ask people not to misrepresent. Uh, if you post a picture after you've come back from your holiday, just say so. You know, it's not hard. It's called context. It's something that people in the media have always done. That's why it's called social media. You can just be honest for, with people. You know, I've seen people who've gone for a two-day, one-night stay in Bali and stretch out their pictures for three weeks to make it look like the world's most marathon trip. Mm. And it doesn't reflect well when you spot someone in the supermarket buying toilet roll and instant noodles when 30 minutes earlier they were posting something on Insta that made them look they were like a high roller at Potato Head or something. I mean, asking for a friend. Uh, what's the punishment <laughs> for a crime like this? Well, I originally suggested a lifetime ban from all social media apps and a six-month ban from instant messaging services. That's a bit harsh, Matt. I know. I have moderated it a little bit. Uh, for first offences, I think a month with a simple auto filter on all the posts with the single word liar should be enough to uh, reform most people. Persistent offenders get extensions to the sentence. Uh, they might even get a court-mandated photographer or videographer sent out to record and broadcast the really horrible bits, the boring bits of their actual life. And, of course, no shots from their good side. Oh, no. And it would actually help to create employment for all the photographers and videographers that free digital content has made unemployed. One thing that people often ask is, uh, can you post too often? If you're a brand or, heaven forbid, an influencer, then how often you post will probably be something that you think about. You want to maximise the reach of those posts. So if you post too often, you may find that the algorithms that run those services will tune out or forget to promote some, mm. of, your, some of your content. But for the rest of us, really, you know, who cares? If you want to post 20 updates on your parrot every day, that really is up to you. Your friends will already know what kind of person you are, the kind of person who posts 20 pictures of your parrot every day. So it's not going to be a surprise to them. So go for it. Anyone who tells you otherwise, tell them to go curate themselves. <laughs> Should we respond to comments in a certain time frame? That's a good question. Uh, well, if you're a brand or an influencer, again, sure, respond as quickly as you can. But for normal folks, again, really, who cares? If someone is commenting on your breakfast on Instagram, it's probably not life or death unless they're reminding you of a food allergy, mm. in which case it's too late anyway. Um, as for Twitter, come on, please, that stuff takes all day. Most of us have got things to do. Do what you want. Now, let's be, let's be frank, Matt. You're, you're known for having a bit of an untidy inbox. Uh, should we be paying attention to the, to the uh, look and feel of our various news feeds? This is purely a, a taste and aesthetics issue. You know, I know people who have uh, beautiful looking profiles. They're color coordinated. They're uniform. Other people's look like a unicorn threw up on them. Mm -hmm. uh, I have an obsession with glitching that is definitely not uh, befitting an adult male. So the rule here is that there really are no rules. Are we therefore heading towards that old cliche, keep it real? Well, this is where it gets tricky. Um, that's the thing with social behavior. It isn't always logical. We have this idea that adults can swear, kids can't, but they're using the same words. Mm. Uh, racing drivers can take part in the Mons, and for some reason, I can't. You know, we Why? have to live with weird rules that make more sense to one group than another. So what is your commandment? Well, there definitely is room for artistic and creative expression, but, you know, just don't misrepresent your life. We all live relatively ordinary and mundane lives, so let a little bit of that ordinariness shine through. My life isn't all breakfast with supermodels and lunch with tech tycoons. Occasionally, you know, I have to do normal stuff like sending my assistant out to the pharmacy or having the Paul Smith boutique closed down so mm. I can do some shopping. Right. 
we should all try and find a little bit of humility. It really is too easy to play to your ego online. Uh, on the uh, subject of being fake, uh, what are the rules about posting photos and other content? Well, this one is really contentious, and it's something that the EU is addressing with its data regulation. So it is something that's being taken uh, very, very seriously. And there is a really fine line with how you use content. So, for example, Childish Gambino's This Is America video went viral earlier this year. And it spawned dozens of copycats, tributes, and remixes. Um, My favorite is This Is Nigeria. Watch that one if you haven't. All right. Taking someone else's content and not crediting them is just simply wrong. There are no cases where that is allowable. So taking someone's joke and repeating it, taking someone's music, pretending that you own someone else's content is not acceptable. Even if you credit that person, they still have the right to ask you to take that post down. Mm. Uh, Big artists and companies employ law agencies, collection agencies to go after people and seek damages for using content against the rules of copyright. So you may think that you're adding a little bit of life to the audio track of your school prom by adding a a bit of Ed Sheeran to the audio track, but there are people whose job it is to make money from Ed Sheeran's music, and they are going to come after you, and they're going to ask you for a bit of money for doing that. Same time, Ed Sheeran isn't rummaging around in your fridge. He isn't stealing your socks. So, you know, a little bit of respect don't steal from him. He won't steal from you. I, I can't imagine him wanting to steal my socks. I don't want him anywhere near my socks. I know. Well, he does look like his socks have holes in them. Yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, when we come back, uh, more rules of social interaction, the MSP way. You are listening to BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Perkins for Mama, BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9 at the business station. My name is Rich Bradbury sitting in for Jeff Sandu. This is Matt Splain. Uh, we touched on something a little more serious before the break. How to credit and use other people's content. On a similar topic, where's the line for influencers and brands when it comes to paid content? Well, I was reading a a really interesting interview with the actress Busy Phillips a few days ago. Um, I think it was on the Guardian website. So she's the actress from Cougar Town, Freaks and Geeks and lots of other stuff. She was an early adopter of Instagram story format and she has around 1.3 million followers. And she has a thing of keeping it real. So it's quite refreshing to see her in airport waiting lounges with bags under her eyes like a a normal person. Mm. It's not heavily curated in that sense. Mm. But she gets criticism from some of her followers for doing promoted and paid posts. The idea being that she's a super rich actress already. (laughs) But she isn't. She's a jobbing actress. Her husband is a screenwriter. They're both in unstable industries. They have good years, they have bad years. And she's quite right when it says it's crazy to turn that kind of thing down. So... Paid posts are fine. It's that context thing again. You know, we all have a different moral compass. I wouldn't promote any weight loss product unless they paid me loads and loads of money, (laughs) if anyone's listening. Um, You know, we all have our red lines, but, you know, you should always make it clear if something has been paid for. Uh, I sometimes endorse products for the 20-odd people who follow me online, but I make it clear that this is a personal choice, not something I've been paid to do. Um, And again, if... 
I'm paid to promote things, I make sure it's very, very clear uh, that there's a line between what I recommend and what I'm being asked to promote for somebody else. What about uh, nudity? Oddly, no one has asked me for any uh, nudity. <laughs> um, I follow quite a lot of photographers across my social media world, and there are quite a few who post nudes, mm. whether male and female. Um, but those people have given their permission, and that's the most important thing. Right. All this stuff about revenge porn, etc. it's really horrible and degrading. Yeah. Um, and I genuinely expect to see more prosecutions of this kind of behavior in the future. You know, hashing technologies makes it far easier to pull identifiers out of images than people realize. Give us your uh, stock speech one more time for the crowd. Don't send unsolicited pictures of your genitals ever. Um, if someone solicits naked pictures, think really, really hard. Ask yourself, would you print these out at a photo booth? If the answer is no, then you probably shouldn't send them. You're saying that as soon as those photos are stored on a cloud or sent to someone, then they're at risk. Yeah, because that person you trust may betray that trust. That secure server might not be so secure. Short of disconnecting all of the world's electricity, that information, those ones and zeros, they're not going away. Mm. And short of starting a digital Armageddon over some embarrassing photos or videos, you've now lost an element of the control over what happens to that quite sensitive content. I, I doubt you've given much thought to this, but what, would, what should we be doing about our kids? Is, is it okay to include them in our posts? Well, I think that's something you have to think hard about as well, um, because your kids are probably not old enough to consent. And we're not talking about nude pictures here. We're just talking about featuring your kids in posts. Uh, they may be happy to see their faces online now, but no teenager wants the world to see their baby pictures. Mm. So, you know, don't be gratuitous. And if they insist you delete the posts, you know, a few years down the line, don't argue. Just archive the, the pictures and do it for them because kids can be mean. Yeah. Um, and then they can especially be they can be especially mean to each other. So don't promote your self-image at the expense of theirs. Uh, and what happens when parents or couples don't agree? Oh, gosh, keep that stuff quiet, please. Um, I mean, I would say no one wants to see that. But the truth is people do. It's sport, especially yeah. when you're a celebrity. So, you know, keep it private, especially when there are kids or makeup artists that you share custody of. <laughs> you know, you may be in a bad place, but don't let the world laugh at your misfortune. Uh, I think Calvin Harris has been caught like that from time to time. Other spats are just funny. Um, Kanye West and uh, uh, Amber Zoe. Oh, no, Kanye West and one of his exes have had a simmering feud for years. Uh, Taylor Swift, who can even count the feuds that mm -hmm. she's had online. But even then, you know, there's a thin line between engaging someone and trolling. Uh, where will you send the trolls? Where they all belong, um, to live under bridges. That's right. um, China's just opened that massive bridge linking Hong, yeah, Hong Kong, Macau and the mainland. A lot of trolls can fit <laughs> under that bridge. Um, I think tro uh, trolling, body shaming, bullying. You know, if we get a little bit more serious, there, there comes a point where you have to accept that more regulation is needed. Um, for me, the rule of thumb is if I wouldn't say it to that person's face, then I don't say it. Um, Check out Dylan Maron's incredible podcast, Conversations with People Who Hate Me, if you want to see how this idea of trolling and hate speech actually works out. What, what about uh, free speech? Well, exactly. What about it? Um, you know, free speech is a privilege. There are billions of people in the world who don't have that right. That might be for political reasons, social, could be economic. 
If you do have the right to voice your opinions, you should try and bear that in mind. I know how ridiculously lucky I am to have this show, and I don't take that for granted. You know, we've come to this weird place where we think that everyone's opinion has to be respected. Mm. But people have to understand their right to be heard is tempered by our right not to listen. Right. Uh, I think we've probably asked this before, but should everyone on social media be held to journalistic standards? Well, you know, we, when we go on air, we have standards that have to be maintained. If we lie, libel someone or repeat unsubstantiated rumours like the one that says Jeff Sandu is away this week because he's getting butt implants done in Brazil, you know, we <laughs> will get in trouble. Um, there are laws and bodies and lawyers that hold us to account. Um, we have to get into the headspace, all of us, I think, that social media is a form of publishing. Mm. So maybe not such a high bar as a media organisation, but there should be norms and customs that we observe. So uh, should there be limits to freedom, uh, freedom of speech? We've always had limits to freedom of speech. This is the thing that, that people forget when they make this argument. Um, as soon as you threaten, harass or intimidate someone in the real world, you have committed a crime. Yeah. Your freedom of speech has become something that you can be prosecuted for. So many countries now have hate speech laws and people are convicted under those laws. So why should the online world be any different? Mm. If you cherish your freedoms, you have to nurture and respect them. Uh, when you abuse them, people with no respect for those rights are the ones who step in and take them away. And once that starts to happen, and we are seeing it happening in some countries, it's really hard to stop other freedoms being eroded and threatened as well. So you're saying that the idea of online and in real life is a false one? Well, when you look at the generation that's been born since the year 2000, they've never known a world without broadband. Yeah. Anyone born since the mid-noughties won't even know a world without apps. So this in-real-life divide is really entirely artificial. For most people, their world is a seamless mix of the two. Mm. So behaviour in both spheres should be held to the same standard. Let's go a little bit light, eh? <laughs> How would you deal with the phenomenon of poor spelling and grammar? Well, I know that people think I'm going to be some kind of grammar Nazi, um, but abbreviations, emojis, all of that's fine. Um, what annoys me is the people who make spelling errors that you know their phone or laptop is actually trying to correct for them. Sometimes the machine is at fault. Um, on last week's show, when I dictated my notes, Siri kept adding a silent B to the word itch. Uh -huh. um, but for common words, come on, you think that you have a better idea how to spell therefore and the various forms of two than a machine does. If you're not even smart enough to realize that the machine is trying to help you and stop you looking silly, then I think it's perfectly fine to be publicly shamed. Like, like being locked in the stocks? Sure, digitally anyway. Um, you know, maybe as well as in all its forms, Facebook can add a rotten tomato so you can hurl at people for this kind of stuff. One thing that a lot of people waver on is uh, food pics. Well, I do like a good food picture, um, if only to wonder how people like my friend Warren is actually still alive. I had <laughs> no idea that a human could eat so much meat or fried food. Um, but yes, there should be a code of conduct. Uh, if you're holding everyone back from eating, then there should be consequences. Oh, agreed. Yeah. I think all smartphones should ship with an ambient thermometer. If you take so long arranging shots that the temperature of the food drops, I think you should automatically be banned from posting for 24 hours. Agreed. And at the same time, a notification goes to the kitchen to take your food away, but you pay a fine as well on top of your bill. I think I can already guess the answer to that one. Uh, posting links to articles we haven't read. I know that we've all probably done this. Uh, you read a headline, you think, 
sounds interesting and you share it anyway. But, you know, that's how fake news gets spread. Yeah. How do you know that the article headlined seven ways to take better food pics doesn't actually contain an essay listing all the reasons that white people are better than every other race? We're so hungry for content and to make our lives look interesting that we just hit the button before we engage our brain. Mm. It goes back to what I was saying earlier. Let people know your life is mundane rather than fabulous. Um, I watch my slaves clean out my kitty litter in the morning like most normal people. So, you know, this is one area that you can keep it real by checking that it's actually real first. Are we going to see a social commandments roadshow in the future? I can think of better things to occupy anyone's time. Um, no, no. Well, you know, some of this is uh, common sense. I think in the main part, adults should know better. And mm. we're the ones who are supposed to be guiding the kids. I do think eventually that this will be a subject taught in schools. There will be some kind of social media ethics taught in schools. Uh, probably not my rules, <laughs> obviously, sensible ones. Um, but I think codes of conduct and online behavior are going to become uh, an accepted part of school syllabus in the future. I think it's too important not to because, as we've said today, our freedom is actually at stake. Mm. If there are any social media behavior questions that you want answered, get in touch with uh, BFM at all the usual places or leave your comment on the Matt Splained Facebook page or Instagram and we'll try to cover them in a later show. As ever, head over to culturepop.com if you'd like a transcript of today's show. That was uh, Matt Splained here on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.